Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jerry Miserak. And today we are joined by Jackson Dietrich. Jackson, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Of course. Thank you for having me. So you play soccer. I'm going to take you back a little bit. When did you first start playing the sport of soccer? So I, I, was, I was born in Germany, so it's the only sport I really knew. So as long as I can remember, I, I, I started playing, you know, as a little kid and just, just grew from there. Was there anything specific that got you into it or was it just the fact that it was kind of always there? Yeah, it was kind of the only sport I knew. So that's kind of what I went with. And then I just uh, I just stuck with it until now. All right. What was the experience like being in such a big club like um, Werder Bremen back in Germany? Yeah, I mean, when I when I was there, I mean, I was only a, a kid when I was playing with them. Um, but it was still a professional environment, you know what I mean? At that time, Werder Bremen was one of, one of the best teams in Europe, actually, playing in the Champions League. Um, so it was, it was a great environment, and it was already, like, a professional setting, even though we were only eight, nine years old. What kind of, like, how often were you practicing back then? I know, obviously, it's a little bit different here in the U.S. than what we're used to, but what, what was that practice like? Yeah, even as a as a, so as an eight nine year old, we were training three times a week um, more than I was training at, at a high school level here. You know, what I mean, when I was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Um, so yeah, we were training about uh, three times a week. Some and then plus a game, so four times a week we had something. Now, kind of making that transition, um, what was it like moving here to the United States? Um, I had visited a bunch of times because my mom's from, from the U.S., so um, I've been there a couple of times before I actually moved to the U.S. Um, transition wasn't bad. I went to international school in, in Germany, so uh, my English was pretty good already. So it wasn't, it wasn't a too, uh, too bad of a transition, and uh, everything worked out pretty, pretty good. So um, in high school, what was it like being named Gatorade Player of the Year? Yeah, it's actually a funny story. Um, my club team in Vegas, we were by far the best club team. We won like eight state uh, state cups. And um, it was between all of – it was like four guys on, on our club team that were all nominated to win it. Um, but when I won it, I got, got called into the dean's office with a police officer, and I thought I got in trouble. And then they had uh, awarded me the, the trophy. So, yeah, it was – I mean, it was, I was, it was a great moment. And um, – it was also a scary one at the mo at the time though, because I thought I had done something and I hadn't done anything. I know I wasn't in trouble, but I, I was just thinking, what did I do? What did I do? But yeah, it was it was great. It was great for the school, and um, it was. I mean, we had a great team that year, so it was a uh, it was for everybody really. Uh, you went on to play your college soccer at Wright State. Uh, why did you end up choosing there? Yeah, on another weird story or a coincidence, you could say I. I wasn't going to go to college at first. I was going to go back to Germany and try and play there somewhere. And uh, then last minute, I decided I want to go to college. And um, Wright State was a team that was interested already for my junior year, but I, I, I didn't really want to go to school. And then after winning uh, Gator Player of the Year, I had a bunch of offers come in. But I had known people at Wright State. I had a great connection with the, with the coach after my visit. And then I just thought, you know, is a, is a great – great school for me to hopefully play a lot as a freshman and then establish myself as a, as a player on the team. Yeah. So um, with Wright State, um, what was the feeling of winning the Horizon League championship your senior year? 
that I think still till now, it's still, I still don't believe that we want to just because of the bad luck that we had so many uh, years before we lost out of the, all the years I was there, we lost three finals. Um, and then it, to finally win, it was amazing. And we had, we had such a good team every year I was there, we had a really good team. So uh, just to get one ring was a little disappointing, but to finally win, it was, was tremendous for the school and for everybody there. Um. Now, if you took if you took out the Horizon League championship, what would you say is your favorite memory besides that, obviously? In college or just in soccer in general? Uh, just in soccer in general. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't think I have a specific memory. Probably just, you know, back in the club days, just going to the field and getting ready for tournaments, just having fun and just enjoying it. Um, that That's probably what what I, I enjoy the most and enjoyed the most so far in my footballing career, I could say. Now, also, while you were playing in college, you were able to play, you know, for a professional team. How were you able to balance that? With what team? Weren't you play, you're playing with Chattanooga or after? Or no, before Chattanooga, right? But no, so I went, I was right state and then I played for a PDA, like a USL League Two team in the summertime yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But I mean, that was during the summer. So a lot of, you know, a lot of guys in college compete in that. And then um, just to keep you fit for the off season, really. And um, and then after my sophomore year, I did, uh, I was with the U23s of Columbus crew um, for a little bit. Um, but that that's about it. So how has your time been playing with Chattanooga this past year? It's been it's been challenging for sure, um, but I've I've learned a lot. You know, it's I mean it was my first year. I'm this is my rookie year, so just just trying to enjoy it as much as possible, and then you know try and perform as good as I can. But it's been good. I mean we've we've been doing really well lately. So um, you know the season's coming to a close here. So hopefully um, win a championship at the end of this year. Now you know you said rookie season. Obviously, hopefully, more soccer to play for you in your career. What are some of those goals that you hope to accomplish over those years? Obviously, uh, obviously, keep moving up in the soccer pyramid. Obviously, my biggest goal or my um, – yeah, something I've always dreamed about, obviously, is playing for Werder Bremen. Uh, they just got relegated in Germany, so they're playing the second league. So, um, yeah, but obviously that's – I mean, that's a long ways away. But just as, as of now, just becoming a regular in, in any team, wherever I'm at, and then hopefully moving up to the championship level and MLS level and is whatever, uh, you know, I think the sky's the limit as long as you uh, work hard. So do you have any pregame routines or pregame music you like to listen to before every game? No, I, I really – I get to ask that – well, can't talk. I get asked that question a lot. I don't. I don't really have anything I do special. I kind of I don't eat the same thing. I don't listen to the same thing. I don't. I kind of just wake up, watch, watch some uh, soccer in the morning, and just kind of just relax, and then just just get ready to go. Nothing, no rituals or anything like that, though. All right, then I guess kind of building off of that, uh, just because you don't have any pregame routines, you said you watch maybe some soccer. What team would you be watching? Like, what what team would we find you watching? Werder Bremen, 100%. Second, second division now, but, you, you know, you got to support your team no matter what. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I, I got a little bit, we've got two interesting questions for you here, actually. The first one is, if you had to score a goal that would be in the ESPN top 10 plays of the week, what kind of crazy goal do you want to try and score? I would probably say like a solo effort, you know, like um, dribbling past like five or six guys, something like that. And then maybe like a little chip at the end. I'll go right. for that. Yeah. And then the second interesting question. So if it all came down to you in a penalty shootout to win the league, um, where are you shooting that penalty? Dinking it right down the middle. Little <laughs> chip right down the middle. Oh, <laughs> I just got to say, I did call that before the interview. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You did your research. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so whether it's just in life or, you know, in soccer, whatever, who have been some of your role models growing up? That's a good question. Um, so obviously, I mean, definitely my parents. Um, you know, my mom, she's been through a lot. And just to see her come through what she's been through helps me and, uh, you know, makes me want to wanna, um, keep, keep moving forward and keep giving my best. Uh, my dad as well. Um, in the footballing world, like uh, somebody I've looked up to is Yohan Miku, who's a he was a center midfielder player for Werder Bremen back when I was growing up. The, those years, two thousand three, two thousand four. Um, like from a footballing aspect, he was my biggest player that I looked up to. But other than that, yeah, just my parents, my grandparents, family. So I, I understand soccer obviously takes up most of your time, but if if you have any free time, what hobbies do you have or like to do for fun? Um. Uh, I, a lot of times since out here, I don't really have that much, that much family. I'm, if I'm with the guys, I'm with the guys. Other than that, I, I FaceTime, um, my friends back home a lot or my girlfriend, but, um, when I'm with my family and my girlfriend, uh, we usually, you know, I love to just watch a Netflix series or we, we've just recently gotten into like these escape rooms. So whenever we're hanging out, we go to escape room and we figured out we're not very good at them. But we're going to keep going back. So hopefully one day we can get out of one of them. Um, yeah, we just do little activities like that. We'll go bowling or mini golf, stuff like that. But I I definitely like to sometimes just, you know, forget about soccer completely and just enjoy other things as well. So what advice would you give to maybe a young kid or somebody in high school who wants to make it to the next level with their soccer? What would you tell them to, you know, help them make that next step? Yeah, I mean, it sounds cliche, but it's definitely just, you know, staying dedicated and working hard and, and never giving up. Like for me, I mean, in, in high school, I was very, very dedicated in college as well. You know, train after hours, stay after practice, stay before practice, ask your coaches what you can improve on, stuff like that. And then obviously, um, you know, never giving up. I've had a couple of knee surgeries. I've been injured and a lot of times where I could have, you know, gave up or decided not to continue. But Definitely just staying dedicated and never giving up for sure is, uh, I would say, the, the biggest lessons I've had so far. Now, before we wrap up this interview, I do want to hit you with one more question. Okay. Who is your 2021 Ballon d'Or winner? Is it Lewandowski? Is it Messi? Is it someone else? You would, I think, personally, with, with the goal-scoring record that Lewandowski had, he's, he's definitely a candidate to win it. But I just think, personally... I think Messi's the, the greatest of all time. And any year he's playing, he should win it. In my opinion, everybody else is great, but I think Messi's just different, different level.
Kind of going off of that, what do you think about that trio at PSG, Mbappe, Neymar, Messi? What do you think about that? I think it's crazy that that that's that's happened, but uh, it hasn't worked out too great so far. But hopefully they can uh, they can figure it out. And if I think if everybody's healthy there, they have a good chance of winning uh, winning the Champions League this year. All right. Well, that's all I've got for you today. So awesome, Jackson. I really appreciate you coming on. And I hope you have a good rest of your season. Awesome. Thank you, guys. This was this was great. I had a great time. I, hope, I enjoyed it. And hopefully you guys have a great rest of your night. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right. Yeah, just let me know if you guys have any more questions. Just hit me up on uh, Instagram. Sounds good. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 All right. Ethan, you want to the outro? Yes. So for Double FM Sports, I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jerry Miserak. And we are signing off.